a brand is like something that your clients keep coming back to because they feel like they're part of the club. And yes. like you want people to continue to feel like part of the club, which is why it's so important to figure out what club you are. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so people know what they're jumping into, you know, and, and you have a much better idea of what to say and what to mm -hmm. show in order to get the right people. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast. I am your host, John Mansfield. I'm here to help you grow your business, build community, and create the lifestyle you always dream of. Every week I bring in other photographers, creative entrepreneurs, and business professionals. So whether it's from our topic of the episode or one of the many tangents that we will follow, you will walk away with some wisdom to implement in your business and in your life. Each interview is recorded live in our Facebook community where you can ask questions and be part of the conversation. Something I hear from so many creatives when talking about the marketing space and lead generation is that the market is so saturated. You, you may have said this at some point. I know I have said this at some point because it feels like that sometimes where it's just like there are so many photographers. There are so many creatives out there doing what I'm doing. How am I ever going to find people to book me? And it's just hard to get anyone to book you unless you undercharge what the competition is charging, which is what we typically do when we feel like the market is saturated. Well, my guest today is going to change that whole mindset for you. Melise Miller is a brand photographer who transforms women's brands with experimental portrait and product photos. And that style that she creates really sets her apart from that quote unquote saturated market of brand photographers. And today she is sharing how you can set yourself apart and attract your dream clients. So let's get into my conversation with Melise. Hey, I know I said that we were getting into the conversation, but one quick note before we get in, and then I promise we'll get to that conversation with Melise. I'm starting a new mini series um, on this same channel. You don't have to subscribe anywhere else, but um, I did a mini series last summer, um, just some little mini episodes on certain topics, and I'm wanting to do that again, but I'm including you this time. So you get to pick the topics. I've already recorded the first couple uh, because I announced this on Instagram but it's pretty easy. All you got to do is just uh, shoot me a DM or better yet, even a voice memo so that we can hear your voice on the episode. And then uh, myself, along with my brother, Mason Sasquatch Mansfield, will uh, discuss that question and uh, give a quick 15 to 20 minute answer. And uh, these are just like little deep dives, very actionable steps and uh, tactical things that you can use in your business to grow quickly. And I'm uh, planning on doing this for a while. So uh, shoot me a DM, send me a voice message, and uh, we'll make an episode on whatever your question is. Okay, now let's get into my conversation with Melise. Well, Melise, welcome to the show. I am very excited to talk with you. It has been, it's been a minute uh, since, I mean, we, we DM yeah. pretty regularly. Yeah, I feel that's like. true. Yeah, I'm do. always like uh, commenting on, on your stories, um, but it's been a minute <laughs> since we've been able to like chat, which is probably no, why I'm we're like loving this. 10 this minutes so into nice. banter <laughs> of pre-recording. I was like, Oh, we should probably record some of this. <laughs> right. We should, we should start showing other people what our conversation sounds like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. About kids and video games. Right. And we really got allergies. into it beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was great. But, um, but yeah, well, Melise, tell us a little bit about you you, where you're based, what you do, all of the fun things. Yeah. So uh, my name is Melise Miller and uh, I'm in the Salt Lake City area, um, just outside of it. And I do brand photography, uh, mostly just to try and help people in their businesses really zero in on their target clients, the best people for them, um, and do that in an interesting and creative way. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I like has really drawn me to your photographs is every time that I see them, I'm just like, even if I don't know that it's yours, just like 
scrolling through Instagram or whatever, I'm just like, oh, this is interesting. What is, nice. like, who is yes, this? I'm like, you. oh, Best it's Melise. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I was like. We just want the double I, take. We want the double take. That's what we that's want. That's it. Yes. <laughs> but we want the, we want you to stop scrolling and just like go back up for a second. Yep. And then that's all we need for the algorithm. And then yes, they're like, that's okay, it. cool. I'll send Legit. you more. <laughs> Um, which is probably why I see your stuff all the time now. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, and that's why I thought of you when I was like, I really want to talk about um, the saturated market and how, you know, I I hear that often when I'm talking to other photographers about like, what are you struggling with right now? What's what's difficult? And they're like, it's, this the market is so saturated. There's so many right. other photographers out there. It's hard to get ahead and do something. And I was like, Melissa's is doing something different and I know that is what you need to do to stand out from the crowd. Um, so yeah, I'd, uh, just credit kudos on, on the, just Thank like you. the, the creativity. I know that it takes a lot cause I'm like dabbling into brand photography now and, mm. and working with a few people and yeah. it's, it takes a lot of planning to like figure out everything. Cause I'm yeah. coming from, weddings and family photography, which I approach in a very documentarian type way of like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to photograph what's going on. Right. And like, like softly shape. Right. uh, Oh, totally. What what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, Cause you're sort of playing off of their emotions. Right. And you're kind Uh of like, like kind of bringing those to light. Whereas with brand photography, you kind of have to have a very clear idea of what you want going into it so that you can actually come away with what, what they actually need. Yeah. 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 And then adding, (laughs) and then, you know, adding that creativity on top of there instead of just like, okay, you want some like product photos in front of a white backdrop. Cool. Uh, But like doing the extra, you know, throwing film in there and light leaks and all of the, all the extra stuff that just kind of makes it more creative and really speaks to how, uh, their ideal clients are, are searching for them and looking for them and right. in that I, field that they're looking for. I think that that's one of the most interesting parts about it to me is that like every single person that I work with is different, even if they're within the same industry. Like I have mm. photographed probably, uh, four photographers in the last month or so. Um, And I think that people might think, oh, okay, like they're all going to kind of look the same, but they're all after different clients. They all have different kinds of work that they're going for and different kinds of things that they're trying to speak to with their clients that it makes it such an interesting and fun puzzle to solve where it's like, okay, here's my creative tool bag. And here are the types of people that you are trying to draw in where does it match? Like, what can we do to sort of make those, those clients be like, Oh my gosh, this is like, we're match made in heaven. Like I need to hire you, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Instead of just like the traditional sitting with the computer in front of you, smiling at the camera. I actually, I remember telling one client, I was like, just so you know, we're not doing any laptop shots. This is not happening. (laughs) Like there will be no laptop shots because those are just, they just tend to turn into white noise. And that's, I think where people may get this idea of like this, there's this saturated market and it's because everybody looks the same like if and, and not at no one is the same like that's the thing that's the most interesting is that like right. maybe there's some people that like their work looks similar but I guarantee there are things that either in their process or their client experience that they provide that are different and so those are like the things that you really want to be like pushing forward on platforms like Instagram or your website and especially since, I mean, our just marketing in general is just so visual. Now you want to do that visually, you know, and, and try your best to sort of say something within a couple seconds. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's, I I think you bring a great point up with the white noise because like we were saying earlier, you want that, that second look, that scroll back up to what was that? That's different. Okay. That wasn't just another photographer standing there holding their camera laughing. It was, it was something interesting. Like your, like your profile picture, which I had to use because it it fit perfectly for the topic of like standing out because your profile picture is rotated 90 degrees. I'm like, Mm -hmm. that is eye catching. And that is something that as you're scrolling through or as you're, um, 
like your target clients who are wanting something different and something that's not like every other brand photographer, they're going to stop and be like, wait, this, my eyes are saying like, oh, hey, uh, what, this is different. Yeah. Go back and figure out what's, what's going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, I think that's, that's such a good thing to, to think about, you know, whether you're a branding photographer or any kind of photographer or business owner of just like, how do you get that scroll back, that second look, mm-hmm. the that that question of like, oh, this is different. I mean, mm-hmm. what what is that? So right. I yeah, I yeah. think that's that's so great. And I it's know that we're goal. gonna totally get into that yeah. um in the episode, but I do want to ask you a question because I just I love this question. I asked just about everyone this one. Yeah. Um through your career or um, just in life, has there been a lesson or um, something that you've learned that really just changed the way that you look at business? Yeah, actually. Um, So I guess it was last year I hired a brand strategist to give me a rebrand and she's incredible. Um, Her business name is Branding for Women, but her name's Carolee. Anyway, she's wonderful and is so good at what she does. And the thing that I feel like I really came away with from that experience with her was this idea of niching in um, and how incredibly important that is um, Mm -hmm. so that the message that you are giving to whoever it is that you're shouting it out to is super clear and very understandable. I do this, like, instead of it being like a, um, it's really scary <laughs> to niche in completely just oh, so yeah. that I'm like very self-aware here. Cause it was terrifying. I was <laughs> like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> this is really scary. So I'd spent the last like four years, I think photographing families and getting really great at that. And like, you know, I felt very comfortable in it. And I was going to do like a little bit of both at the same time. And um, it's been really freeing, I think, in a lot of ways to niche in completely and just like really go after it. And um, and now it's one of those things that like people, I meet people and it's like they know what I do. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's a done deal. I feel like that has really helped. The other thing that I think um, comes to mind is just the importance of networking. Um, the importance and not like in like an icky, like business kind of way, but like making connections with people in so many different industries within your own industry. It is the thing that builds success in my mind. Um, and like surrounding yourself with people who are just as excited about your success as they are their own. Um, just, it is a huge game changer. Like those two things together, I think in the last couple of years have been huge for me. Yeah, I was going to say those do fit really well together mm-hmm. of the like the niching down and really finding who you are, who you serve mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. And the networking, because you can you can network with other people and be like, oh, yeah, I'm a photographer. Yeah. And I feel like before I niche down, that's what I told people was just like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a photographer. Yeah. They're like, oh, cool what kind, like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, what do you enjoy photographing? And I'd be like, Oh, well, I'm mostly a, a wedding photographer or I do. I used to be like, I, even on my business, my first business card just like said weddings, families, events, mm-hmm. headshots. It was just like, Oh yeah. I've been there the too. Whole, I did the same the thing. Gamut. I was just <laughs> yeah. like, whatever, anyone who wants to step in front of my camera and give me money, that is cool. Right. And, um, and yeah. And then now niching down, I tell people, you know, I'm a, I'm a wedding photographer Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of times I'll tell them I'm a wedding photographer for certain people, you know, for people who really want to feel comfortable in front of the camera. Yeah. That's Uh, awesome. Yeah. And then that like starts Mm -hmm. that conversation. Oh, what is, what does that even mean? What does that look like? And then you can go into all sorts of stuff and not in a like elevator pitch type way, but in a genuine, like we're having a conversation about this. Exactly. And there's a lot more interesting things that come from those kinds of conversations when you're able to talk specifics and like get really into it, you know? Yeah. And specifics allows you to stay in conversation. Cause I, Mm -hmm. I'm not, (laughs) it's funny because I, 
I host a podcast and I, I talk constantly, but I'm not a very good conversationalist in like the, the, the small talk. I don't do small talk very well. Yeah. I'm just like, I, me too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't enjoy like small I, talk that much. I'll be honest. Yeah. Yes, I'd much rather yeah. talk about something like needy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I would rather just be like, so what's like even yeah. even just like i love movies and even just like what is the last movie that like made you cry or just like feel something really really deeply yeah and that kind of thing instead uh-huh. of just like so have you seen any cool movies lately oh and, yeah, yeah that like it's, it's, it's such a better use of time in my mind like i'm yes. all about time efficiency where i'm like okay if i'm gonna use this time i really want to come away with having like learned 100%. something or like 100%. yeah it's great oh yeah yeah so yeah, I I love that. I love both of those uh, that that you mentioned, and those have been um, really integral in my business as well. Because I feel like um, yeah, maybe like two or three years ago was when I first really started niching down and not just accepting anything and everything, right. and and also making a point to network and not mm-hmm. just network with other photographers, which I love doing and I love going to conferences and, and all that kind of stuff. I met you at a conference. I know. Yeah. It was so, a great yeah. connection. This is what it I'm was saying. A great and, connection. Yeah. and I feel like and it wasn't like the weird, like icky business, like networking. I feel like that's what always comes to mind when I use the word networking. And I yes. just feel like there is like it's such like a great the, way to do Here's a business it. card. Here's a business <laughs> card. Here's a business like, card. I don't really card. care about you. Just follow me on Instagram, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like that kind of weird stuff. But like, I feel like real true connections are so meaningful and helpful, I think, because especially networking with like outside of your industry, you have people that are like, Oh, I know this person and they like do a really great job and, and they're doing it genuinely because you have like an actual, um, friendship, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And there's, there's so many times that like, it could be three years from now that someone's like, Oh Yeah. I remember Melise, she does branding photography mm-hmm. and now I need that. Or now right. I, uh, someone in my life needs that. I'm like, Oh, I know someone. And yeah, I follow her on Instagram. We yeah. met yeah. randomly at like some, right. you know, uh, like one of those like sip and paint event type things <laughs> and started talking. And but yeah. I also, and I love having people to recommend. I think like it Me works too. both ways. Yeah. Like I love being recommended, but I also mm-hmm. love it when someone's like, Hey, I'm looking for someone that does this and this. And it can be like, Oh my gosh, I know a person. They're fantastic. You should hire them. It's just yes. like, it's this really great way to sort of, um, of uh, has to choose the phrase like give back <laughs> but it's just like a you know it's a give and take it's it's wonderful I think it's just yeah. it's really helpful and the other thing I was thinking too with niching down that really helps is that a lot of times when you're trying to do all of it I think in any industry but I think especially photography there's a switching cost like it it's different mm-hmm. parts of your brain that you're using and you mentioned that at the beginning where it's like you're doing different stuff when you're shooting weddings or families and you're documenting like those people in that moment in time versus a business and trying to really like hone in on their, what their marketing, you know, is, is going to look like. And, and when you switch back and forth, it takes, it takes it from you. It it takes a little bit of creativity away from you to be a, you you can't use that, you know, for the next client. And I think that's been the thing I've noticed too, is that I have more energy to put into one thing and get really good at that one thing. Um, and then it, it pays back. Yeah. Cause it just keeps building on itself mm-hmm. and you're just like, cause there are so many times where I'll be at a photo shoot and like photographing a couple. And then at the end I'm like, Oh, this, like, that was amazing. But it like, I wish I would have done yeah, this totally. at this mm-hmm. moment. And then the next time during the photo shoot, I'm like, Oh yeah, I, that thing that I missed that last yeah. time or that I thought of after the shoot, I want to do that. And then I implement it then because I'm still in that mindset. I'm going from the same kind of photo shoot to the same kind of photo shoot. Yeah. Uh, So naturally more, I think when you just do the same thing. I agree. Um, I mean, there's differences obviously, but yeah. Right. Yeah. So speaking of the same thing, uh, this saturated market (laughs) that everyone's talking about, um, Uh, why is it that there's actually not so such a saturated market or there doesn't have to be a saturated market for you. Well, I think that, I think that a lot of times, especially with uh, the way social media has played out and everything, we just end up 
looking and comparing instead of um, recognizing that we all have something different to bring to the table. And there's Mm -hmm. like a million different people out there that are needing a million different types of things. There is so much work to be had. Like There just really, really is. And I think, I don't know, trying to have more of an abundance mindset is just a really, really good thing. Once you start saying like, it's a saturated market, it's almost like you're just thrown in the towel and you've given up and you're like, right. Oh, whatever. Like I'm never going to make it in this at all. There there's a way, I mean, it takes work and it takes time and it takes a lot of like um, soul searching for lack of a better phrase of uh-huh. like, what do you want from this? What do you want to be giving to your clients? How can you pull yourself away from the pack and help people see that you do something just slightly differently, or you do something that a select group of people find incredible, you know, and like they have to have it. Um, I just don't think that it's the, the saturated market I think comes really from like what I spoke about before, just this white noise sort of, um, imagery, of like, oh, you're, <laughs> you're a graphic designer. Here's a picture of you in a coffee shop with a laptop and white walls. And like, there needs to be personality in things because we all have such different personalities. Yes. Yeah. And that's what people typically hire you for, even though you may mm-hmm. think they're hiring me for my services. They're hiring me because I you know, yeah. do X, Y and Z. A lot of it is. I mean, that's why it's so important to get on you know, discovery calls and like talk to exactly. your potential clients mm-hmm. is get that personal connection and then they can see, OK, do I like this person? Do we mesh because you're going to be around for a couple hours at least Mm -hmm. and you're going to be bouncing ideas off of each other and you don't want someone who is not going to uh, to really mesh well with you. If you're going to rub each other the wrong way, it's like, well, this is going to be uncomfortable working with you. I think we're going to go with someone else. You take great photos, but not the right personality. Right. Well, and especially because photography is a service oriented business, like it Mm. is so much about your personality. And along those lines, I have, I can't even tell you how many people, and this is not a criticism by the way, because I'm just, I've been just as guilty, but I think especially as photographers, we're so used to being behind the lens that I don't see any pictures of who the actual photographer is in photographer's feeds. Um, Like you can go to their website and there's usually like a picture or something, but I feel like that's the first thing I usually tell service-based businesses is you need to be showing your face. People need to see who you are. Like it shouldn't be like, I have to dig through your feed and be like, wait, is that them? Is that them? Mm -hmm. Like I should know what you look like because that's the first connection, right? Is like seeing your face. I see who you are. I feel like I could connect with you. And, you know, and then, then the next, of course, is like, you know, trying to have a video chat or like speaking in person right. or something. And yeah. it, it makes a huge difference. Like you need to have a great photograph of yourself as your profile picture and you need to post pictures of yourself. It's not vain. Like people need to see who you are. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like we went through a whole very curated mm-hmm. era of Instagram where yes. like everything needed to be edited in the same filter. <laughs> and like I remember very for cohesive. a while I was doing like one dark photo, one bright photo, oh, one dark yeah, photo. Totally. And I wanted my feed <laughs> yes. to look like a checkerboard for some reason. Oh yeah. And, it's like a close up yeah. Then a far away, and then <laughs> right, yeah. I can't have two close ups next to each other, it's gonna throw off the whole thing. No one's gonna want to hire me yeah, after that, exactly because uh, people care yeah. about that for sure, right? Yeah, and and yeah, I, I, I think that we're a lot of people are still in that mindset of like, well, I can't, I need to show my face like every nine squares. <laughs> But I can't do more than that. Or, uh, you know, I or just the feeling of like, it's just weird to put my face out there and vulnerable to put my face out there. Oh, totally. Uh, Yeah, that exists for sure. And I totally understand that feeling, especially as a photographer. You're like, no, I chose this job because I want to be back here and not in front of. (laughs) Yeah, I enjoy this side of the camera. (laughs) So I totally get that. But I feel like. It makes a difference. People feel more comfortable hiring you if they know what you look like. It's it's a big one. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I don't know how many times I have, you know, because I like to reach out to people who follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't have you know, 50,000 followers. So I can still do that when I, I get, you know, a, an extra 10 followers in a day or something like, oh, OK, cool. Yeah. And I'll yeah. just go in there and message everyone and say hi. But so many times I'll go there 
and it's just like you know uh northeast florida photographer i'm like okay cool yeah looking for a picture of someone with a camera and there's nothing yeah. i go to their website the about me page is just like pictures that they've taken or like this is mm-hmm. a picture of coffee that i like to drink and right. and it's like I can, I can connect with you over coffee a hundred percent, but Who can't? It's, <laughs> it's so much quicker to connect with you with a face with a face, and be able to be like, Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Hi, yeah. This is I mean, your we're name. visual people. Like this we need to, yeah. and, and I feel like, uh, like social media, like it, we want to feel a little bit like we're in person, you know, like we don't want right. to lose that completely of yeah. being like, Oh, here's this like random person that I have no idea what they look like. And we're having a yeah. conversation. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know who I'm working <laughs> with here, but yeah, that's the thing I feel like is, is one of the big ones that is I'm like, yeah, that's the first connection. You gotta like yes. put yourself out there. It's okay. Like it doesn't matter. People just want to see who you are, you know? Hey, y'all, quick break to share with you about something new that I put together on the new website, podcast.allheartphoto.com, which has all the show notes from today's episode as well as many others. But you know, I am here to help you build your business and create the lifestyle you always dreamed of. And with that comes some resources that I have found very helpful for me building my business and also some resources that I put together, some guides and email templates and things like that, that I think would be really helpful for you. So if you want to go check that out, head over to podcast.com. Just that podcast.com. That's the whole thing. Head over to podcast.allheartphoto.com slash resources. You can also go check out podcast.com if you want to. I've never been there. Let's give it a shot. Check them out too. Free ad for you, podcast.com. Now back to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how can we do that and show personality more than just like a smiling at the camera or sitting there laughing at your laptop kind of photo like what are some ways that we can really stand out more uh, and be less of that white noise i think that you have to sort of break it down a little bit i have a really extensive well i say extensive i don't know i have a questionnaire that i send out to all my clients and i think that you have to think through who your target audience is and how you feel that you connect with them. Like in what ways do you feel like you connect with them? Um, Mm. You have to think about like parts of your personality, parts of your um, like customer experience. Um, I think that a lot of times it's personality based of like, okay, here's this like moody artist who loves like this beautiful drama looking like dark light and like really uses um, shape and light well let's try and mirror that in Mm -hmm. their photography while also, you know, kind of trying to pull out some of their personality, um, parts of their personality. Um, and I think that that is, it feels, it maybe seems like it's like a weird enigma thing, but I feel like it really comes together. And I think that you can use all sorts of different like techniques to get that plate to that place. Like you can use blur, you can like, there's, there's so many mm-hmm. little things that you can do to spruce up a portrait and make it feel more like them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's great. Like that questionnaire that you talked about of really diving in and figuring out who you are, how you connect with your target clients. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like for me, figuring that out, I was like, I don't I don't know. Like, I know that they want to feel comfortable in front of the camera. I yeah. want them to feel comfortable in front of the camera. That's how we connect. That's yeah. it. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's all we need to do. A smiling face and yeah. they should feel comfortable. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's definitely not a like five minute fix type deal. No. Where, and yeah. I think that there is some work that you have to do before we can really dive in really deeply. Um, mm-hmm. That uh, there's sometimes with clients, it's it's a um, okay. Hold on, go go and do like some some work here to figure out like who it is that you're going after, and then come back to me, and then we'll we'll go through this again because I feel like it's really like it's really important to sit down and think through that yourself beforehand. Like I can't conjure that it, did I even say that word right? Conjure. 
Well, that, yeah, was, that was a really exciting <laughs> pronunciation. Yeah, I think so. I'm going <laughs> to go with it. <laughs> but, um, but I think that like there are definitely ways that we can pull it out. And a lot of those ways are just asking the right kinds of questions to get you thinking about the right kinds of things um, mm-hmm. so that I can start to look through my toolbox and see which ones I want to pull out, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so good for people, even just with, with posting online Uh and posting on their websites and like even changing the copy on your, your website and about me, Mm -hmm. um, to really fit, uh, something that's going to stand out. Right. There's, um, uh, a friend of mine, um, uh, I'm trying to remember her uh, photography name, but Alison Bolin, um, she's a photographer in, uh, Dallas Mm -hmm. and, um, and she has like, quotes from parks and rec and the office and stuff all over her website <laughs> and i'm like yeah like yeah, that is that's 100% the kind of stuff. exactly yeah. well and that's another thing people don't recognize is that your brand isn't just like your color palette and your logo and like the yeah. types of pictures that you post it is everything it is like yeah what are your what are your clients watching what are your clients reading what are your clients mm-hmm. eating where are they traveling to do they travel you know like it's all of those kinds of questions and understanding how those answers can like yeah. meld into you know uh what it looks like visually oh yeah yeah like even uh the the shirt that i'm wearing right now is a it's a fan shirt from the my favorite murder podcast and that's <laughs> i was gonna say i've been trying to figure out what this is i do SSDGM apparently i haven't listened <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think below this yeah it's really really small it says my favorite murder and um uh, i was where was i oh uh I was uh, picking up my nephew earlier today mm-hmm. and uh one of the the younger nephews is like you know, five or six. And he just looked at my shirt and he was like, that's your favorite murder. And I was like, (laughs) yes, it is. (laughs) But then somebody else is going to look at that and they're going to know exactly what it is. And they're gonna be like, I need to talk to this person. Like they're like, pop culture is such a great way of connecting with prospective clients. Like, I mean, anybody who is into parks and rec, the office, Schitt's Creek, like your immediate friends, it's like, you understand each other on a whole new level. <laughs> You've got a whole arsenal of inside jokes to throw exactly. at them. Exactly. Like, okay, yeah, cool. We can, oh we can gosh. talk about this the entire time. And, and yeah, there have been times that, you know, I'll post like a TikTok where I'm wearing the shirt. I'm just talking about something or doing some lip sync to a trending audio. Yeah. And then the comments are just like my favorite murder or SSDGM. <laughs> That's so great. I listen yeah. to them too. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I wasn't mm-hmm. even thinking of that. Like this was not a planned thing, exactly. but it is something that we can connect on. Right. And, and, and that's what yeah. a, brand, a brand is. A brand is like something that your clients keep coming back to because they feel like they're part of the club. And yes. like you want people to continue to feel like part of the club, which is why it's so important to figure out what club you are. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so people know what they're jumping into, you know, and, and you have a much better idea of what to say and what to mm-hmm. show in order to get the right people in, you know? Yes. Oh yeah. 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 Like I think of, um, like Maddie may and how she's always talking about, uh, uh, sustainability in nature and like very big into, um, uh, leave no trace. And Mm -hmm. anytime that you are out in nature taking photos, like, pick up after Mm -hmm. yourself if there's you know if you're popping off a champagne cork at the end of the engagement session go find that champagne cork like right take mental note of where that is or pop it off in your hand or Mm -hmm. like figure out some ways that you can uh you know leave without leaving a trace Mm -hmm. and that's something that anytime that is brought up or uh uh, anytime someone is talking about like adventure photography or or confetti or anything like that Maddie May cop comes to my mind because that is her brand and right. that is what she speaks on yeah. often. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, figuring out what, what your, what your special sauce is, like what mm-hmm. is the thing that makes you different to where you're not just the same old photographer, like, right. You know, Cause whenever exactly. you are the same old photographer, the only thing that they can compare you on is price. And then you're just going to uh, be exactly. discounting yourself into yep. nothing. Exactly. And like, I mean, 
we want to be financially viable. Like that's, that's the goal, right? So so you really (laughs) want to try and pluck out the things that you do differently than everyone else. And you want to, like, my goal is always to photograph things like that so that you have something to talk about. Like, because, because every platform is so visual, like you want to, you want a photo that like kind of people are like, Oh, that's interesting. I want to like go back and look at that again. And then that gives you like an opportunity to talk about, Hey, this is what I do differently. This Mm -hmm. is how I can help you solve this problem, you know, and, um, and really kind of, kind of separate you again from the pack. So. Yeah. Okay. So for someone who's listening to this and they're like, I have absolutely no idea what sets me apart. I have no idea how to even start getting there. Do you have any recommendations for them of like just some questions to maybe even ask themselves to really feel like, what are they passionate about? What's their why? Those kind of things. Um, so I think that, yeah, doing the why thing, I think there's like a, finding out what your five steps are or seven steps or something, or I think it's called seven layers deep, actually. Um, I think that one's actually super helpful. So you start, especially if you're not sure where to start, this is a great place to start, but it's like a, like a circle and you kind of move your way in. So you start really broad where it's like, I'm a brand photographer, you know, and then you, you slowly inch your way into the point. It's kind of like the niching idea of like, I'm a brand photographer that, you know, I, I want to transform businesses visually, you know, and then you go down one more. I, you know, I want to, uh, make, make it so that people are able to speak to their clients so much easier. Like there's just, I don't even know if that's deeper, but you get the idea. It's actually, it's really helpful. And I did it probably five or six times when I was first rebranding because it takes a minute to figure Mm -hmm. out exactly what those correct steps are, um, or the, the depth part of it to get to that super deep part where you're like, this is, this is the goal. This is the goal right here. Um, yeah. But I also feel like um, one of the things that I use in my questionnaire a lot to try and get a feel for, uh, you know, how to pull like something visually out of people um, is using words. Um, I think that a lot of times, even if you are a photographer or a creative that, you know, makes art or whatever, um, sometimes you're so close to it that it's really hard to be like, this is the look I'm going for, or, you know, like it's really hard to describe that. So a lot of times I'll use words where it's like, okay, give me three words that best describe, you know, the way that you want to present yourself to your clients. Mm. Give me five words that best describe your brand. Um, and, and you get all sorts of things like, um, I should have probably grabbed some just so I could look at what some people have said, but I, I feel like when I get things like, um, you know, adventurous or, um, moody or, you know, like it just, it helps to paint a picture for both of us. And I think that, um, when you're so in it and you're so close to it, a lot of times it's hard to be able to voice kind of what you feel like, uh, you know, is, is your brand or whatever. Um, and I, I think sometimes simplifying it into just single words is super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I I think that's, that's so good. Cause I am definitely one of those people that like, if you ask me like, what are three words that describe you? I'm like, I don't know. I I don't know. I can't think about myself. Like uh, I I, I kind, I want to, like I can think of things that I want to be, but Mm -hmm. maybe not what actually is describing me. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Like asking asking past clients, asking, uh, your, your friends and, and mm-hmm. family, those around you, right. uh, even like, uh, other photographers of like, whenever you see my photos, what are some things that you think of? Right. And, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, and I think another thing that really helps is like thinking through like one or two or even three of your clients that you have loved so much that you're mm-hmm. like, this is who I want to be working with every single time. And you yep. think about things within those clients that are similar and that can really help to kind of like pave the way of like, Oh, this is who I'm targeting. I'm trying yeah. to talk to this person, this person. And again, like going through like, okay, well, where do these people shop? Like, where do these people eat? Like what, what do they do in their spare time? Like, so that you have some ideas of how to reach them um, and yeah. things that you can say and uh, you know, visually how you can 
stop them in their tracks. Yeah. And even if you have no idea where they shop and what they do and yeah. all of that, because I also didn't, mm. but I, I had like three couples that I absolutely loved. But and this you can was probably also like, send them a questionnaire. I, I yeah, mean, that's what I was going to say. It was, it was probably like 2018, <laughs> I think, that I was really trying to figure out the the words that described me really figure out a brand instead of just being the the cheapest wedding photographer out there and uh and i picked three couples that just they were amazing it was so great working with Mm -hmm. them and and i reached out to them was like hey can we either one meet up for coffee or i'll send you like a starbucks gift card just for a quick 10 minute phone call and ask you a couple questions. Yeah. And I just had some questions and you can even send them like a questionnaire online if you don't want to do over the yeah. phone, uh, which might be easier for them on their you know lunch break or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they just answered the questions for me mm-hmm. and helped me figure out like, okay, this, like, these are the places that you go. Mm-hmm. These are the places that, you know, the, the vendors that were really important to them early on mm-hmm. that maybe, I wasn't thinking of of really networking with a baker because I was like, oh yeah, you probably like hire a baker. I don't know, two months before the wedding or something, um, which you don't <laughs> if you're listening and you're planning your wedding. Hire one earlier than Man, that. Man, uh, if I had known all these things when I got married so many right? years ago. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, it, things have <laughs> the changed long so list. much. So I'm pretty sure Pinterest barely existed. Oh, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like like uh, you can reach out to your past clients, and and, and if if you had such a great connection with them, they are going to be thrilled to help you out. Like, and they were. Oh yeah, that's the best part. Like, and this I think is amazing. that if you can find, if you can continue to find people that you connect that well with, you don't even need a referral program. You don't need it. No, because they will happily be referring you to everyone that they know. It'll yeah. be like when you know someone outside of your industry, and like someone asks, "Oh yeah, I do. I know this person, and they're wonderful." Uh-huh. Like you don't need to be paid for that. You don't need any special prizes. You're just thrilled to do it. So that's right. the goal: is trying to find as many of those types of clients as you can. Um, and yeah, sometimes that just starts with, with reaching out to the ones that you've had really great experiences with and you want more of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love it. This has been, this has been so good. I, I, I feel like I'm energized to get out there and really, uh, I don't know, kind of like see if I need to make some tweaks on my own website and I, I have, uh, I, I need to book a burning session uh, really bad, which I would love to fly up to Utah and, and just come and here in the one. summer when it's not winter. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> just wait <laughs> when it's when it's not snowing all the time. Well, and if I'm in Texas, uh, I will definitely reach out to you for sure. Oh but, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I I this has been really fun. I I really enjoyed just chatting all of my favorite topics of like yes. I get really excited talking to people about their branding because there's just so many ways that you can very easily upscale yourself, which is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Well, cool. Okay. Before we wrap up and, uh, and everything, there is a part of the show that I like to do where we talk about what we're loving. Uh, this could be, you know, a TV show, a book, whatever, um, could be that the snow is finally melting. Oh, what is gosh. it? <laughs> what is it that you're <laughs> loving? <laughs> well, I think that, uh, I don't know. I've been loving this for a really long time. So it's just, it's still really there, but cool. a good flat white I just, I feel like that always, especially this winter, I feel like that has probably kept me alive is like being able to drink coffee. It's like, it's just so, so cold. It's the worst. But the other thing, um, this is really funny too. I really like to cook. That's one of my favorite things. Uh, Most of the time, sometimes no, but uh, Most of the time. I love it. When, when you're in the mood, it is yes. one of your favorite things. Thank yeah. you. Yes, exactly. Same, same here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of my, my most favorite things is that like, I get excited to cook because I'll turn on um, Shit's Creek on my phone and I'll just like have like an earbud in uh-huh. and just listen to that while I cook. And it is like the most pleasant experience. Every, I've, I've probably listened to the, the show. Like, I don't even know at least five times. Like yeah. I just keep it rolling. It never gets old. It's just, it's still funny every single yes. time. Yeah. And at that point you've already seen it 
So yeah, it's like exactly yeah, just listening can, to it. It's like the jokes are great, man. I can picture it in my mind. If I need to, I can lean over real quick while I'm like chopping things. Oh, totally. And, yeah. yeah. And and speaking of the office, I used to do that with the office all the time when I was editing and just like have it on another oh. screen and just be yep. listening to it. I mean, some of these shows, man, they can just last forever. <laughs> it's yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I, I think I, the, both of those for sure are, are those evergreen shows that Mm -hmm. like we've even seen that with the office, how it has gone through generations Mm -hmm. to where there's like children watching the office now. Oh yeah. My kids quote the office. office. Like it's, we all quote it together. It's parenting goals. That's (laughs) amazing. I know. I'm like, (laughs) is this something I should be proud of or should I be ashamed? Nah. I'm happy that they know about the office. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's a wholesome show too. It's, it's yeah. good. Yeah. It's but good lessons, right? Yeah. 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 For sure. But yeah, that's those. I, I love the, I, I do the same thing whenever I'm cooking. It's like, this is my little bubble of mm-hmm. I'm cooking, I'm doing things, I'm chopping things. I'm, yeah. you know, sauteing stuff. And I always have some sort of show going on on my phone and just an earbud in yep. to where I can, I can listen to it. I can follow along and I can lean over and look at it every now yeah. and, it's, um, and it's usually something it's, that I've it's been very enjoyable. times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it can't be something new or you're, you're going to burn things. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to try I have made that mistake that. where I'm just like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it has been 30 minutes. Yep. I need to actually do something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Quick, stir the onions. <laughs> They're burning. Yeah. <laughs> I have chopped one carrot in the last 15 minutes. <laughs> no one's ever going to eat it. It's fine. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, Okay. <laughs> Well, awesome. Yeah, those those are great. Um, I also love a good flat white. It is yeah. it's a good go to, especially in a new coffee shop that I don't don't really know where their sweetness level lands. Yes, that's true. Sometimes I'll order something. I'm like, this is just it's I don't syrup. like my coffee it's sweet. Just, I don't either. It's yeah. like hot chocolate is dead to me. I mean, maybe I can do a dark chocolate occasionally, like a really mm-hmm. deep hot chocolate. But I really like my coffee just, you know, straight. Just Yes. Yeah. Have you ever tried um, Abuelitas? I have heard of them, uh, but no, I have not tried them. It's my favorite hot chocolate because it's it's a little bit more like on the darker okay. side. So it's okay. not super sweet. Uh-huh. And then there's a lot of spices. So it's got Is it like the one that comes in like the rings or whatever and you like yeah. plop it in? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. My sister was telling me about that a long time ago. I feel like I need yeah. to revisit it. It's good. They've also come out with the little packets like Swiss Miss or whatever mm, that you can gotcha. just pour straight in there. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's good. It's my favorite. Uh, yeah. anytime that it gets cold here in Texas, which is yeah. not very often, but, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, wait a second, <laughs> cold in yeah. Texas. It yeah. does well, happen occasionally got, for you guys though. I mean, occasionally. Yeah. yeah. We had, you know, we had that like 14 degree freeze uh, a couple years ago. That yeah. Was, that was crazy. That was yeah. super, super crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was fun until we lost power and then it wasn't fun. Right. Yeah. And it then was it was like, like oh, camping all the time. Right. Yeah. It was like, okay. So it's <laughs> like, like this. below freezing in inside no this is not no not good with oh little gosh. ones the worst um, oh my gosh yeah. so it's fun it's that's Glad why we we're, we're texas we want our grid to be separate from the rest of everyone <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> but um okay let's see what am i loving yeah oh i was talking to you about this before yes we started i want to hear recording. more about it Okay, so I'm loving a show called The Last of Us. Um, I know no one has heard of this show. It's a very under the radar, um, definitely not winning any Oscars. Wait, Oscars are movies? I Emmys? think Emmys are TV shows, right? I think so. Okay. I don't know. I don't Tony's know. I, yeah, are musicals. Ooh, That's there we the go. only one that I really know. Yeah, Tony's. I think Oscars are movies and Emmys are I think shows. So. I think that's correct. But then there's a and few the, other reward, awards shows that I don't. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very well, it's it's okay. It's in the name of the podcast. We should change it. Um, <laughs> but true. yeah, it's 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 a good it's a good show. It's um it's a good like different take on zombie apocalypse. Uh, Which of course so, has been a white noise thing in the past. We're bringing it back has. around. Yes. Everything <laughs> like, Yeah, World War Z. The uh, like I feel like this show is what The Walking Dead could have been. 
And I, I am also a big fan of The Walking Dead. I loved it for probably a good six seasons. And then... Yeah, I heard... I mean, I didn't watch all of it. I think I wa- ca- caught like a couple of episodes, but they kind of should have mm-hmm. stopped it, right? At a certain point. Yeah. Was it one of yeah. those? I don't really know what happened. It just got really confusing. And <laughs> it seemed like, again, white noise. It was like the same kind of writing where it was like they are traveling. They run into another group. That group is hostile. Now there's this conflict for this season and there's like this one central bad guy and then Mm. they defeat the bad guy at the end of the season. And then the next season they meet a new one and it's just kind of the same. It started being the same thing happening over and over again. Yeah. Uh, And then a couple of my favorite characters uh, got killed off and I was like, you know what? No. I think I think I'm done. Um, I think it sounds like I, they were done. They were just like we're, were like we don't know what to write about, so let's kill some people. <laughs> right? Yeah, and also some of the actors, like one of the uh, one of the they're characters, they're like I'm out. Like, I really want to go to college, so can you just kill me <laughs> off? Uh, <laughs> That's what I always think of anytime a character dies in like a TV show. I'm like, no, they they either got fired or they asked to be let go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, let me imdb real quick and see what movies are coming up <laughs> yeah. oh they're working on two movies next year okay that oh, makes okay, sense that makes sense yeah. yeah okay i don't feel as bad yeah uh, but um yeah i have recently gotten back into the walking dead um i think i'm in the last season i don't know yeah. it's it's one of those cooking shows where i just i have it on even though it's new it's just like okay cool mm-hmm. that's michonne's voice i understand what's going on yeah, yeah, um, yeah but yeah the last of us it's a good um a good twist on that a good uh, different take to where it's not like there's a virus that has infected people and yeah. you know when you die you turn into this and there's like a whole right. hive mind concept Ugh, and maybe and, after the pandemic yeah. we're all just like please no more of this whole like apocalyptic right <laughs> yeah please let's just move past that come up with a different idea (laughs) Mm. but yeah it's it's good and it's like a good pace of a Mm. show too where there's Mm. like there's some action sequences but then there's like some really thoughtful storyline of the character development and their Mm -hmm. development in relationship with other characters and uh, some backstory of why they are the way that they are and stuff like that Uh, Which, as we record this, the last episode of the first season um, just came out um, oh a couple of days ago. So I have already watched it, of course. As soon as it popped up on uh, HBO Max, I was like, OK, well, this is what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was very good. Is It ended differently than I thought it was going to. Hmm. Um, That's always kind of fun. When you can't guess it, you know? Yeah, because I feel like a lot of shows, I'm just like, I kind of... I yeah. understand, like, I'm interested in, in writing and stuff, so I'm uh-huh. yeah, I'm yeah. always, like, a little bit ahead of, like, I bet this is going to oh, happen. Oh, that reminds me, actually, a show I just have been watching recently, so we're just going to uh-huh. go one more, because this is yeah. actually really... It reminds me of this. Second round. Um, it's called Poker Face. Have you heard of it? With Natasha Leone? Yes. I have it's, heard of it. I have not watched it yet. You should give it a go. It's very interesting. I uh, the writing itself, it, it's like a you know kind of like murder mystery type thing, um, and it's okay. very episodic. Uh, okay. Even though there's like a, a relatively broad story, but it's it's pretty episodic. Um, but they do it in such an interesting way. The guy who wrote hmm. and directed Glass Onion, what's his name? Uh, Ryan. Ryan Murphy. Uh, no, that's a uh, that's a different guy. Um, I know it's spelled R-I-A-N because I remember seeing it once and I was like, oh, interesting. I've never seen it spelled yeah. like that. Um, but oh, he also did the one of the Star Wars movies, too, like the middle one. Yes. Everyone anyway. is screaming at their phones right now. Yes. Yes. Just I'm like... so bad with names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited that I remembered Ryan part. That part. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just you know, go with that. Know, we're just on a first name basis. <laughs> Ryan. Uh, but like, yeah, we're, we're buddies. So it's totally <laughs> fine. Um, but no, that one is really interesting. I, I loved Glass Onion too. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. gosh, so good. And Knives Out is one of my favorite movies of all time, honestly. Like every time yeah. I watch it, I feel like I catch something new. 
Yes. It's just so many little details. Yeah. Yeah. Little the the subtle details of even the uh, like the brand of phone yes. that the different characters are using. Yes. And you're just oh, like, oh, so interesting. And like the compositions. Oh, they're so good. So well done. It's, so good. I watched this one behind yeah. the scenes thing and they were talking about how they, they specifically had like the people lined up and the planner in me, like the the pose person or part yeah. of my brain was just like oh like I don't know why I mean I've never really like dabbled in in film um filmography I guess you could say mm-hmm. um and so I don't really know how that works generally speaking like on a set or anything and it is so it, but it was so fascinating to like think about I'm like oh of course of course they're like we want this person here we want this person here because they're kind of like a backstage actor you know they're yeah. like they're not like you know right in your face anyway so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how they layered the different stories, especially yes. in Knives Out, where certain <laughs> people were in the background of other oh. stories and then the future I mean, episodes, you see them so and you're good. like, that's what was going on back there. Okay. Yep. And yep. Yeah. Just that incredible was, writing. So Poker great. Face, I feel like it's written by him. There's a okay. really nice twist to every single episode. That's really interesting. Mm. Um, okay. And I, I really enjoyed it. And Okay. The actress is, is great too. So yeah. That's I like I like Natasha Leone. She uh I really liked her in Russian doll. Yeah. Um, I start, I didn't finish that. I need to go back. I started it, but I didn't finish it. It's it's definitely an acquired taste. Um she's a very of, quirky actor. She is very quirky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which uh, with, it's a love or hate, I think. And yeah, and I, I love it. <laughs> Especially with her voice. I can see yes. a lot of people just being like, I don't like that. I voice. can't do it. <laughs> I don't like how harsh she is, right. um, but she's very she's like so New talented. Yorker and like, whatever, you know, yeah, you're here. Totally. Yeah. Get out of the way. I know. I uh, love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Poker That's face. Great. I'm going to, I'm going to have to watch that. I heard her on some podcast interview recently oh, um, right. and she was talking about that and I was like, oh, okay, cool. A new thing yeah. I need to watch. So yeah, I know. Shoot. Uh, you're Darn reminding it. me now. Here we yeah. go. Um, I can't okay. remember which streaming service it's on, but go find it. Yeah, it'll be linked in the show notes if anyone's interested. Yeah. Um, and you're probably already subscribed to all of them. So just search in there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's subscribed to everything. I know days. we've all we've all just taken the medicine. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then eventually it. we're going to get the packages where it's all the streaming platforms together, just like we used to have with cable. This is what I'm saying. I know. I kind of feel like like everybody was like, oh, cable is stupid. And now it's like, uh, well, what are we now? let's be honest yeah. yeah the the 500 channels of nothing was stupid but i liked the idea of like having good stuff on cable yes. um I'm into or, that. or even like back in the day when we had you know like the five channels that your tv could get right and i was like there's always something on there's a cartoon channel yes we will find it find and we will yeah. enjoy it yeah no yeah. it's good it'll work yeah Okay. Well, cool. Melise, this has been so good. Where can people find you? Where can they see your photos and uh, follow along? DM you, say hi, all those things. Yeah. So my Instagram handle is just Melise Miller. Super chill, super basic. Um, M-E-L-E-S-E though. I just got to, I don't know why I always have to be like, my name's Melise, M-E-L-E-S-E. I'm just used to spelling it. Um, but most of my stuff is on Instagram. That's kind of where I live. Uh, my website's, you know, melissamillary.com, but more stuff there, but mostly all my recent stuff is on Instagram. So cool. Awesome. Well, cool. Cool. Yeah. I will have a link to your Instagram and website in the show notes as well. Uh, so people can follow along and and say, Hey, all right. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed this chat. This was really great. Again, one of my favorite conversations to have is just talking branding and you know, how to, how to take yourself up the ladder and just kind of, uh, you know, get looking, looking nice and sharp. Yes. Yeah. I feel like this conversation was like well overdue because <laughs> I felt like so connected to you at Hybrid a couple years well, ago. We really bonded. Okay. We really, yeah. In those like 40 <laughs> mile an hour winds trying to hold down everything. It was so cold too. I've never been so was, cold in my life. <laughs> it was so cold. Crazy. And that was, yeah, it was fun. And I was like, we're going to be friends. Yeah. And we are. And we are. Um, but I know. Like, it's nice to like get to chat. We need oh, to do this more. Same. Often. I know. I totally agree. We really, really yeah. should. I've enjoyed this a lot. 
Cool. Me too. Thanks so much, John. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast. As always, you can check out all the things in today's episode in the show notes at podcast.allheartphoto.com. This podcast was recorded in front of a live audience on YouTube and in the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast group on Facebook. Join the conversation and ask your questions during the next live episode. You can follow the show on Instagram at wit.pod, W-I-T-T dot P-O-D. Melise is at Melise Miller, and that is M-E-L-E-S-E, all the E's in Melise. And you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at allheartphoto. Subscribe to the show wherever you are listening to this so you don't miss another episode. And thank you um, to whomever it was who left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts this week. Um, That is uh, very kind of you. I really appreciate that. You did not leave a written review, but you don't have to. The stars are great. Until next week, I'll see you out in the yard, I guess.